It's time for Operation Freedom with your host, Dr. Dave Janda, on Southeast Michigan's conservative powerhouse, Wham Talk 1600. Welcome back to Freedom, folks. I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker, linked to our main Freedom Bunker in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor. We're here every Sunday for you from 2 to 5 Eastern, also available 24 7 at our YouTube channel and Rumble channels, both named Operation Freedom where we upload a video every week on each platform. And in addition, where we upload extra videos, extra content, extra shows, extra interviews, extra guests, extra analysis at DaveJanda.com, both the free, the public side, as well as the subscription side. Folks ask, how can they support this platform of what we do and how we do it? And the best answer to that is become a subscriber at DaveJanda.com. And uh, you will gain a wealth of information. This is not an overstatement. It's information that will um, not only positively affect your freedom and your liberty, but it will positively, I believe, protect you against a deep state that is intent on taking you down on every side of the equation. It's that it's that simple. That's not fear porn. It's fact. And you know. The, the 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 life preservers in this sea of chaos, I believe, are people in the independent media. Each and every one of us that does this puts our lives on the line by bringing you information you're not going to get from the bought-off lamestream fake media tentacle of the deep state. Their goal is to misinform you, disinform you, and make you an easier target for their, quote, bosses, end quote. And that being the deep state. That's what the bought off lamestream fake media does. And the um, the opposition to that, the foot soldiers fighting against the deep states bought off lamestream fake media, the independent media. And my next guest is not only a dear friend, but someone who is in hand to hand combat with the deep state through her platform in providing information that will help you 24 seven. Sarah Westall has an incredible career. She started with a successful entrepreneurial business as a business executive. Over the past couple of decades, she has created and developed multiple companies which have been very, very successful. She has a background in and then started her career at the center of the internet revolution at US West Communications where she became the director of the advanced networking group responsible for all the system designs and development for Enterprise, the internet networking arm of U.S. West. Sarah is a partner at Galax Consulting. She's the host of a national radio show. Business Game Changers is the name of the show. Her national radio show features leaders in business, government, society, and science. And her significant experience in knowledge and technology, systems engineering, business, and entrepreneurship provides great insight and depth, which is truly unparalleled in the media. I encourage you to go to her website, Sarah Westall, Sarah Westall, W-E-S-T-A-L-L, sarahwestall.com. Sarah, welcome back to the Operation Freedom Platform. Thank you, Dave. It's always a pleasure to be here. Sarah, I want to start on um, the presentation, if you want to call it that, (laughs) given by um, Biden that I have labeled... um, Biden's thugocracy, biofascist manifesto that he gave this past Thursday. What's your take, Sarah? Well, I've recovered a bit since hearing it. My 
stomach dropped to the floor when I was listening to it. It was the worst speech I've heard in my lifetime, I think, um, as far as it being a uh, uh, dictator. I mean, his, his stance, his patience is wearing thin. The, the lies that he told, uh, I, I, it was um, shocking, I, I think. I mean, it was, I think it was, it, it left me breathless based on how much I know about what's really going on and, and the facts that he, I don't know if he knows that he's a puppet or I, he's, was he drugged up so he could have consciousness during that speech, but the people behind him, they know what the facts are behind this vaccine. So they're lying and pushing something on people that they know is, is not in the best interest of society. And they're doing it in this, they know what they're doing. And it's, it was shocking. That's well, all I can say, you know? And, right. And he's using this executive order mechanism as his iron hand, totalitarian, is the only way yep. to put it, totalitarian iron hand. But, but Sarah, here's what a lot of people, I think, are missing here. This executive order issue, the, this club, this iron glove that he's using, are only directives given to the executive branch of the U.S. federal oh, government, yeah. right? It, it has nothing to do with the with the legislative branch or the judicial branch. It has nothing to do with state and local governments. It has nothing to do with the private sector. Yet, yet, you have the mouthpieces in the bought-off lamestream fake media say, oh, this is a fait accompli. This is going to be utilized across the country. I mean, even Biden... He exempted 600,000 United States Postal Service workers from the federal mandatory vaccination order. They got called on the carpet by it because the Washington Post said, yeah, we talked to people in the administration and said, that nah, doesn't apply to the Postal Service. And now the, 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 his, the Biden-Harris thugocracy said, oh, no, it'll be pertinent, but they can test out every week. Is that in writing like the rest of his thing? Or are you just saying that to kind of call the dogs off? I mean, this is so off the chart, Sarah. So if you're in a big union that has already voiced animosity toward these mandates, and good for them, these unions that have done that. Uh, by the way, the AFL-CIO said that they were full bore in with the mandates. That was when Trumpka was leading, this Trumpka guy was leading it, Richard Trumpka, who was quite the goon, uh, and was pushing how safe the, the vaccinations are. Of note, so he was vaccinated, of note, uh, he died of a heart attack recently. Uh, <laughs> uh, one wonders uh, if an autopsy was done, and if it was done, did it show the microvascular disease that's being found with the spike protein associated with these jabs that are being pushed now by the thugocracy? Well, I think they're trying to spark civil war. I mean, I don't know what else they're trying to do, but, you know, I have a big issue with some of these things. I know all of us do that are fighting back, but he threatened us instead of addressing some basic questions and trust issues that we have, right? I mean, like, why are they not addressing our questions? Why are they censoring treatments? I'm gonna, here's some more questions. Why are top scientists, including the inventor of the mRNA technology, the past, chat, past chief scientist and vice president of Pfizer and Nobel winning scientists of virology, all of them, warning people against taking the MRNR at this stupid shot. Why? Why are they all warning us? And why does the vaccine not stop the spread of the virus? Why are more people hospitalized 
in hospitals in serious condition in Israel and, and even in the United States who are vaccinated versus not vaccinated. Why are natural immunities not accepted from giving, why are they, why can't they say we don't need the shot when they've already had COVID? They have natural immunities. Why are these questions not being addressed? Instead, they're shoving it down our throat. Yeah, I mean, look, how about this one? This came out last night. Alex Berenson, the former uh, lead science uh, writer, uh, uh, I think editor actually, for the New York Times, who since has severed his relationship with the New York Times, Alex Berenson came up with this. Uh, I got this last night through him. Urgent, uh, the British are dropping vaccine passports. Just so we're clear, this is Alex Berenson. Just so we're clear, they're not doing this because they think the vaccines work but because they know vaccines don't work. The Sunday Times has just reported that Boris Johnson is giving up on the idea of vaccine passports or making businesses check vaccine status. Again, this is not because Britain, where 80% of the people over 16 are fully vaccinated, has controlled COVID. The opposite, in fact, is true. Other data show that only about 25% of deaths in Britain are among the unvaccinated yep. and that vaccinated people over 40 are actually more likely to get COVID than the unvaccinated. That's exactly right. And so what is going on? Why are they not addressing this? There isn't any administration. I mean, we've had, we have corruption. We have all these problems. But to, to this level, it's obvious there's something else going on. I have a study uh, from a couple months ago. Well, actually, it was February 1st through June 14th in England of 60,624 people. It showed 6.6 times the death rate of those who are vaccinated versus unvaccinated. There's an even more recent one. And both, this was published in a medical uh, report from the actual government. This one, another one was from Public Health England which is more recent with 151,000 people. And this was over five times, I think as they get better at saving lives of people, but over five times more you know, higher death rate of those that are vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And then you've got people in Israel where 98% of the people in the hospital are those that are vaccinated. And the 95% of the people who are in severe condition are those who are vaccinated. I mean, what the heck? Why aren't they addressing these questions? And the reason why these these stats and these numbers are coming out of England and Israel is because they were months ahead of us in getting the vaccine. And But we are starting to see that here now. I mean, I have so, sources all over the country telling me out of hospitals that there are more vaccinated in their hospitals than unvaccinated. So what the heck is going on? I have more studies. I mean, I can go on and on. There's just a new study that came out of um, uh, University of California that said teenage boys are six mm. times more likely to suffer from heart problems from the vaccine than to be hospitalized from COVID-19. I mean, uh, how much more irresponsible can we be? And and Biden said he wanted to get all kids over 12 vaccinated, even the younger ones. And then there's another study. This is Oxford. Okay, this one's this one should make people gasp. They showed, this is just, it was published in the Lancet on August 10th. It showed that vaccinated individuals carry 251 times the load of COVID-19 viruses in their nostrils compared to those that are unvaccinated. 
And they did this, they were they uh, studied healthcare workers who are unable to leave the hospital for two weeks after they were vaccinated from the AstraZeneca vaccine. What in the world? So we're dealing with these kind of studies and they're pushing this on us. And then they're, they're telling us we're conspiracy theorists because we're questioning that you'd have to be nuts. You have to, you, you have to not have any kind of rational thought to, to not question this and to not say, wait a minute, I'm not sure if I need this because the treatments seem to work. You know, I just interviewed uh, Dr. Zelenko who've treated th- tens of thousands, like 27,000 people with COVID and only lost three patients. I, he, they know what they're doing with these treatments. If you let these doctors who get the, the, the good treatments you know, you're taking, you know, the hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, which they bashed in the media. All it does is it gets zinc into the cell and the zinc blocks the, the virus. And then they use other methods to deal with the inflammation. And they, they get people's own immunity to not attack itself. I mean, these people know what they're doing, but they're blocking it from people. And then they're lying to these other doctors who, yeah, okay, let's face it. It only 20% of any field really know what they're doing, right? 80% of any field are, are kind of incompetent. And so if you don't give them good direction, they're going to do stupid things. And so that's what they know. And that's what's going on. It's just, a, it, this is crazy. And I'm to the point now, I got to tell you, Dave, you know, oh, I got to say this stat too, the, the latest VAERS data, 675,000, a little more than that, adverse events from all age groups. 14,506 deaths and 88,000 serious injuries. They also have just 19,000 serious serious injuries for kids that stay. I mean, what in the world? And these are kids that don't even have, they're not even at risk unless they have a comorbidity, they're obese or something, or they have some other kind of serious issue. And, and, any other, and VARS is only like 1%. I mean, I know doctor after doctor that has tried to report and they cannot get their report into the VARS system. It hangs up on them. It sits there for 30 minutes. They can't get it in. And then reports that do go in later, they're written over. I mean, this is a joke what they're they're doing. And Harvard did a study showing that only 1% is ever reported to, to the system. Okay, so we got all this. I'm to the point now where we have to we have to have rational thought and say okay they know all this and they're doing it anyways so there's you know what like tom rent said who's a lead lawyer attorney for um the frontline doctors america's frontline doctors because i have been working for months trying to figure out what their motive is and what you have to do is you have to eliminate all the obvious stuff until you get to the point where only what what's left i mean what's left dave you know, do they want to depopulate? And what is left as a motive? Because they're not this stupid. We know that the Fauci's of the world can read these Oxford studies too. They know what's going on. Yes, they do. And so I'm to the point now, we have to be honest with ourselves that there is, isn't rational argument. I could go all day long and tell everybody about these studies. I could post studies all day long and I'm gonna keep posting whatever I can of the studies. But we have to have, we have to be rational here and realize that they aren't being rational or they are, but they have a different agenda. 
And those who can't look at these studies and say and come to some kind of rational, sane conclusion that this makes no sense. I mean, what are we going to do with those people? We keep trying and we're going to do everything we can. But those of us who still have our ability to rationally think, we have to look at this differently and say, it's time for us to figure out how to keep people from getting sick who has who have gotten the vaccine because there's a huge danger now of their immune system attacking them. So we need to keep them from getting sick. And we also need to work with top scientists around the world to figure out how to reverse the damage of these vaccines. And we also have to get um, on the offensive of figuring out how to keep our freedoms and have a place for our children. I mean, this isn't we're at war with these people because Anybody who can't think rationally and they're still doing this, I say they're thinking rationally and they're doing it for another purpose. We have to be honest with ourselves. And when it comes to the general public, you know, Sarah, I ran my entire career, 32 years in the front line of healthcare delivery, and on the premise of um, comprehensive informed consent. Right. Uh, I, I ran my entire career on your body, your choice. And my role as your partner as the physician in this doctor patient relationship. And and frankly, Obamacare, as I said, all the way back to 2008 was about the obliteration of the doctor patient relationships that the government could take, take control of people's health care delivery. And people said I was conspiracy theorist and I was this is hyperbolic. And well, no, in fact, no, if this doesn't prove it, nothing ever will. Exactly. But 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 the keystone, the keystone of the doctor patient relationship is informed comprehensive consent and that is presenting all the information so what i tell people people say you need to get on the radio and tell people they must take this jab you need to get on the radio and tell people they should not take this jab no my role and our guest role i believe is to present information across the board and for people to get comprehensive information so they can make the appropriate decision on whether they have something, a medical intervention, in this case, the jab, or whether they don't. But the big problem I have, Sarah, is when I look across the country, and, I, and I've and i spoken to thousands of people about this, thousands of people that have gotten the jab, I said, were you informed of X, Y, and Z? Exactly. And they, and they look at me and they go, no. What? No, really? You, really? Tell me more about this. And, I, and you tell them more about it, and I go, were you? No, I didn't know. Why, why was it? Well, what, what, I, were no. what were you told? Well, I went uh, I went there and they told me I should have the, 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 the vaccination and they told me to roll up my sleeve. And then after they did that, they told me to wait there for 30 minutes. And if I didn't pass out, I was fine and I could leave. And then they handed me a piece of paper. What was on the piece of paper? I don't know. I, I didn't pass out. So I figured they I trusted them. Right. And that's what I have. A, that's why I started. Why are they not addressing these questions? Why are they not sharing the truth? Why are they censoring treatments? Okay, let me read the Nuremberg Code because the number one of the Nuremberg Code is voluntary consent is essential. And you you have to tell people what they're dealing with. Okay, here's, I have this sitting right in front of me, so I'm gonna read some of this because it's so important. It says the Nuremberg Code aimed to protect human subjects from enduring the kind of cruelty and exploitation the prisoners endured at concentration camps. The 10 elements of the code are, number one, voluntary consent is essential, but you have to give informed consent and they're not. 
Number two, the results of any experiment must be for the greater good of society. Number three, human experiments should be based on previous animal experimentation. Dave, they did not do this. And of the mRNA uh, experimentations with animals, the animals died. So my question is, what makes human beings different from animals? You gotta address that question. You gotta tell us what's different. I can read these studies that show that the animals died, but you're not telling me why humans are beings are different from animals. Number four, experiments should be conducted by avoiding, let me repeat this, by avoiding physical and mental suffering and injury. Okay, <laughs> mental suffering by yeah. locking people up is, is part of that. Yeah, coercion. Number five. Yeah, it's bad. Number five, no experiment should be conducted if it is believed to cause death or disability. Hello, how much death and disability are we causing from these things? Number six, the risks should never, ever exceed the benefits. What are we doing to children? Number seven, adequate facilities should be used to protect subjects. Okay, number eight, experiments should be conducted only by qualified scientists. Number nine, Subjects should be able to end, okay, let's repeat this. They should be able to end their participation at any time. And number 10, the scientists in charge must be prepared to terminate the experiment when injury, disability, or death is likely to occur. That's the 10 elements of the Nuremberg Code and the ethical guidelines for research. And then we have people telling us, Sarah, well, that varies. That's all fraud. There's there's nobody that's died. There's nobody that's had an adverse reaction from the jab. And to those folks, I say, your ignorance is beyond overwhelming. The data, exactly the data is in black and white on the CDC's own system. It takes them a week to verify each one of those claims. And as Sarah has said, the Harvard Pilgrim study from 2010 reveals that only 1% of adverse events and deaths are reported to the CDC system. That's exactly right. And so that's what we're dealing with. That's why I say there's no rational argument anymore. We can still reach some of the people out there that are just kind of saying, oh my God, what is, what have they, are they doing? What have they done? We can reach those people, but there's so many others that have already, they know, people know in their gut that this is wrong. And that's why I'm saying we need to move on and it's time for us to deal with what is going on and to do what's right. And that's keeping people from getting sick, um, trying to stop what's going on and trying to maintain and fight for our freedoms. It's time for us to get on the offensive and not violently. No. Because that's what they want. That's what they I want. Think they want. That's yeah, right. We, but we have to, all of us, have to get on the offensive and, and, and come to realize what they're really doing. You have to level set with your own mind that this is what's going on. And the, you're exactly right, Sarah. The way we battle this situation is with truth, data, facts and science because when we do that they run for the hills yep well because it's so obvious there's no rational thought with their with their arguments 
in, in fact, Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA technology that's used in the Pfizer, Moderna, uh, AstraZeneca, he, he said the following, I've seen reliable estimates, because one of the huge problems, as you pointed out, is the fact that we do have therapeutics that can address this, but they're being suppressed. They're being dissuaded for people to be used. I've seen reliable estimates that there have been at least 450,000 excess U.S. deaths attributable to the United States government blocking early use intervention of medications. Is anyone else bothered, he says, by the 80-year-old like Fauci at the highest risk of COVID disease and death telling those at low risk that they are mandated to get vaccinated with products with an incomplete adverse event risk analysis? Yeah, I think we're all troubled by that. Sarah, in our last minute, how can folks follow you? They need to follow you on a daily basis. Yeah, please go to sarahwestall.com. Sign up for my newsletter. That's the best way to get hold of me. Uh, no, I'm being censored. Some browsers are censored. Please look at getting the Brave or the DuckDuckGo browser. VPNs, if you're in a country, VPNs will keep you. Some countries are uh, censoring as well. Get a VPN. You'll be able to get by the censorship. But just God bless everyone. And thank you so much, Dave, for what you're doing. 